Hey guys, it's Miriam and Dina, and welcome back to another episode. This is our third episode. Episode three, so exciting. Today, we're really bringing the energy. I know on last podcast, Dina sounded a little bit tired, and we promise she's really excited about everything. Yeah, (laughs) woohoo! That's just literally the way Dina talks. Like, she's just such a chill person, so I feel like that's why it came across as, like, not energetic, but... I'm sorry if anyone was offended by my chillness. <laughs> Moving onwards. Yeah, we're just kind of getting the hang of this podcasting thing. Obviously, it's like a skill. We're learning as we go. Let us know how we're doing. Okay, so we're going to start off with just a little bit of an update, checking in how we're doing, how we're feeling. So, Dina, you can go first. How have you been doing so far this past week? Well, today in particular, I'm feeling very good woke up the sun was shining it's a beautiful day out spent the morning laying in the sun listening to music eating good food and we've just been kind of chilling as a family today everyone's around so that's been really nice so today's been a really good day in terms of my week there were definitely um (laughs) a lot of ups and downs you know it's hard Some days just aren't the best days ever, but I'm working on it. Okay, yeah, for me, this week has just kind of, well, all the weeks have really flown by for me in quarantine. Like Dina said, today's just been a really nice day because of the weather, and that's really just like an instant mood booster. makes us feel like really happy and chill. And yeah, I don't know. I've definitely had my moments this week where I just feel very like upset at the world and just upset at this whole situation and that we're trapped and that my summer is going to be canceled and all this stuff. And it was just like really angry for me to get wrapped up in those feelings and feel really upset about it. But I think I just ultimately was able to pull myself together and be like, you know what, it is what it is and do something to cheer me up and just treat myself well and obviously like we said, ups and downs. My main issue this week, which caused my breakdowns, I would say, well, two things. Number one is my family and just being getting really fed up with everyone, which is okay Thanks. because, yeah, you're welcome. It's just hard when you're spending so much time with the same people. Like, it's, it's okay true. to feel that way. Like, anybody you're spending time with like you're gonna get sick of i kind of think about it in camp where it's like you love your camp friends and you love your bunk but it's like after eight weeks being trapped with someone like you're bound to get in a fight you're bound to get fed up with them and sometimes you just really need your alone time so it's definitely normal to feel that feel that way especially like over two months and we've just been stuck with the same people and with nobody else also miriam may disagree with me but part of that for me is i feel like this house is a disgusting pig hole right now and no one cares what? about keeping it clean except for me and i'm the one who ends up doing all the cleaning and if i don't then it just gets like a disgusting pig hole and then that this, makes it's me not feel a pig hole and then that makes me feel terrible when the space around me isn't clean okay you don't have to comment on that but no, something I get else that you, i get that your environment definitely impacts it like you want to have a clean, nice environment if you're going to be spending 24-7 and not going anywhere else. I just don't agree that it's, like, that disgusting. Maybe it could be cleaner, but... It definitely could Dina's be cleaner. just really, like, particular about that. And then something else I was going to say is another thing that's kind of feeding into my bad days is I had one day this week where I just couldn't take it how I basically spent my day doing nothing. And then I looked back and 
I just felt overwhelmed by all the nothing I did for the past, like, what, a million days. And that was a really overwhelming feeling. And I, I needed to start to make lists of things I wanted to do and start doing legitimate activities, which I've been trying to incorporate. Yeah, like, for me, I have school, so I definitely have a purpose. Like, I wake up every morning, I have my to-do list of everything that I have to get done, and I feel like I accomplish something each day. But I could see for someone like you, it's like you don't have such such concrete responsibilities and it can just feel like you're laying around doing nothing all day which in a weird sense is actually makes you feel worse about yourself so like when school ends for me I'm definitely gonna feel like I need to you know put my energy into something like start a project or something and I try to encourage Gina to do that also because like if you don't have anything that you really have to do each day like putting your energy into a big project like planning something or whatever can be really helpful. I started knitting this week and that's been really helping me. It's a huge stress reliever and I've been really, really enjoying doing that either while I'm in Zoom class or while I'm watching TV. It just gives me something to do with my hands and like it's good because I'll do that instead of like scroll through my phone for hours, which is really nice. Okay, so that was our update. Now we want to definitely give you guys some Netflix recommendations. Dina and I both watched The Wrong Missy on Netflix. Oh my god, it was so good. It was so funny. Can I just say that I, I like didn't know what to expect. It kind of looked funny and it was number one on Netflix. So I'm like, okay, I'll give it a watch. And it was hysterical. We loved it so much. And another thing why I loved it is because the hotel that it takes place in in Hawaii like we went there and it was just so cool to see that it's a beautiful hotel by the way but i kept like being like oh i was there i was there and it was really funny but the movie in general was hysterical i highly recommend yeah it was literally such a light funny comedy like exactly what i needed i couldn't stop laughing and it was just so good like i definitely recommend it watch it one night during quarantine and you will not be sorry okay the next movie i watched a few weeks ago but miriam just watched dear john it's a nicholas sparks movie and i i mean i love romance movies like that i loved it i thought it was so good miriam just watched it and she was like ew it was terrible so no, we just I, had to I debate think, this for a second i don't i didn't think it was terrible it was like a classic nicholas smart sparks movie but at the beginning, I was bored, and then, like, the end was just very sad, and, like, me and my friends watched it together on Netflix Party, so shout out to you guys, and, like, it was just everything that could have possibly gone wrong in the movie did go wrong. Like, not to spoil anything, but it's just, like, I'm not trying to spoil, but it's just, like, one thing after another. It's just, like, wow, I feel so bad for this poor guy. Like, every single possible thing just went wrong in his life, and I was just, like, bawling, and then the ending didn't even reconcile anything. The ending was, like, just as sad so it's so good i can't spoil it but no i don't whatever if you like something a little bit slower more emotional maybe it's for (laughs) you but for me i just like didn't feel satisfied after that ending another show miriam and i both watched is never have i ever this was so cute i really liked it like it was just it's not a super serious show like the episodes are only 20 minutes long I thought it was so cute. I highly recommend. And it was a really quick watch. Yeah, it was not like a serious like drama or anything like that. It was just super light and cute. 
um and it's not like childish like it felt childish but obviously like it, it's kind of inappropriate so it's not like for children also but- like stick with it like i have friends who watched the first episode and was like what is this but you have to stick with it it gets really good like it seems really weird at first but it's actually it was good. just so cute and light and there's like a jewish kid in the show what was his name in the show i don't even ben remember gross. Oh ben God, gross so, funny. so cute like literally like Wow. Okay, that's all I have to say. Go look up Ben Gross from Never Have I Ever. Also, I don't know if this is helpful to anyone, but I tried watching the half of it, which got, like, good reviews on Netflix. Don't do it. Just don't. It's not worth your time. I did not like it. It was very slow. And we also both started Hollywood. Now, I'm up to... I'm three episodes in. I think Dina watched one or two. No, I think I watched three. Um, so someone recommended it to me and was like, oh, it's a little, like, weird or slow at the beginning, like, stick with it. So, so far, it's definitely, like, slow and weird. There's, like, a lot of just interesting stuff in it, but I'm gonna stick with it just because you never know. Like, sometimes the beginning of shows are bad and maybe it'll get better and we'll keep you updated. Right now, it's a little slow, but I'm pretty determined to finish it because one of my friends was like, it was so good, you have to watch it. So I'm gonna try and finish it. Yeah. Something else was the Taylor Swift concert. I think it was called City of Lovers. It's on Disney Plus and Hulu, I believe. And it's really good. It's about 40 minutes long. And it's just like her singing songs from her new album, Lover. But I love Taylor Swift. I thought it was really good. Okay, now we're going to talk about some of our beauty faves going into the summer. A lot of these things are kind of how to keep up your beauty routine while in quarantine because... As you know, we can't really be going for our usual manicures and waxes all the time right now. So here are a few things that may help you with that. Yeah, and also because this episode is dropping on Memorial Day, that kind of like marks the beginning of the summer. So we thought, what better way to begin the summer than with some of our summer beauty faves? Okay, so the first thing is hemp lotion. Guys, I cannot talk about this Dina's enough. obsessed This is my it. new obsession. I just ordered like five different flavors on Amazon. Yeah, okay. It's not we, okay. We have to backtrack a little bit because I use CeraVe lotion, CeraVe or Cetaphil, like one of those simple ones every day after the shower. I ran out and I was like, shoot, I need lotion. So I randomly found this mini bottle of this Hemp's lotion that I got in my Ipsy one time. And I was like, okay, like, I guess I'll use it. I watched in some, like, Alicia Marie video one time that she said it smelled good. So I was like, why not? I'll just try it. So it was sitting out. It smells out. like heaven. <laughs> it was just sitting out. And then Dina started using it. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with it. So basically, it's not, like, fancy or expensive, which is what no, I love about it. No, you can't get it. $10 from Amazon. It's amazing. And they have 10 different flavors, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they have so many different, like, scents. So we have the original one, which it's it still has a scent. Like, it smells really good. But they also have, like, a triple moisture one that also smells so good. We ordered, like, a coconut water one. Yeah, they're coming in the mail tomorrow, so we'll let you know. So far, the only one we've tried is the original one, but it literally smells so good. It's inexpensive. If you're looking also, for a new lotion, just get it. Also, for convenience, I love when a lotion has a pump handle thing. It's just so much easier to apply. And this has that, which is so good. And also, like we were saying in the beginning, like, I'm a huge Cetaphil girl. Like, I've used to fill moisturizer out of the shower like every single day forever but i'm totally converted. i'm converted no i have to say cetaphil and cerave is probably most definitely better for your skin not gonna lie just because these 
lotions obviously have fragrance in them like they smell amazing so that's probably not as good for your skin but honestly i don't think dina cares next thing on the list is kakoi oil so basically when i was in hawaii <laughs> at the same hotel as the wrong missy by the way i didn't come on this hawaii trip but also i want to do an episode kind of about our past travels just because during quarantine i've been getting like travel fever and i just really keep looking at pictures from old vacations and like wishing i was back there so if you want us to do an episode just talking about travel we can i don't know if that's something people want or if it's that that's like boring but whatever that was yeah. a whole side tangent i didn't go on this hawaii trip okay. dina did back to the oil someone at the hotel recommended this oil to us kakoi it's called kakoi oil and she said it was amazing for sunburns so we bought it and fast forward now um, i still use it on sunburns every single time i get one and it's just so good and i felt the need to talk about it because i got a bad sunburn last week and i whipped it out to use it and it just makes it feel instantly better and you don't have to buy in hawaii like it's originated in hawaii but i looked it up and they sell it on amazon for like ten dollars so it's super accessible and you just put it on your sunburns and it's really really good for them it helps them heal it relieves some of the pain and now that summer is hitting you're gonna have those sunburns even if you don't want them so this is really good for that our next product i have the right to talk about because i'm the one that introduced <laughs> us to this um okay so it is basically a tinkle razor now i stopped waxing my lip around a year and a half ago because i waxed my eyebrows but i kept getting this like crazy rash allergic reaction every time i waxed my lip so i was like i can't do this i need an alternative and i kept seeing a bunch of people on social media using these like facial razors to shave their mustache and i was so so hesitant to do it like anyone like i tell people i shave my mustache and they freak out like what the I heck like, dina started freaking out on? but i've literally been doing it for a year and a half and it's the best way to remove hair off your face not waxing it's so easy it takes two seconds no it doesn't grow back thicker or darker like it's really just so convenient and, and so, so now that i so i never did it and i always got my lip waxed but now obviously i can't do that my mustache was actually heinous so miriam convinced me to use the tinkle razor and can i just say it lives up to the hype it's really good dina's just laughing though because she was like complaining about her mustache and i was like i literally don't have this problem like i always shave my own mustache so even in quarantine it was totally fine and I also used it just to clean up like in between my eyebrows because like for the unibrow too, obviously I tweezed my eyebrows, but I used it in between and it's just been so convenient because we can't do, we can't go get a wax and this has just been really saving our mustaches during quarantine. And by the way, they're only like $3 from Amazon for a pack of like six. It's really yeah, expensive. Really affordable and convenient. We love Amazon. All our things are from Amazon today. Oh my God. Yeah, it's true. The next thing is nail polish and how we've been doing our own nails we've been loving this new sally hansen vegan polish i think it's called pure pure by sally hansen and i was seeing ads all over for this and honestly i've been wanting to try like a cleaner nail polish for a long time now because nail polish has a lot of things in them that aren't so good for you and i heard that cleaner nail polishes are way better for you so as i started to do my own nails at home a lot because we've been stuck at home I wanted to try them so we ordered a few colors and i'm loving them so far i love the idea that they're very clean and good for 
you and vegan and all that and they have very pretty shades they have a million shades to choose from you could get them on amazon target whatever you want and they've been really good so far yeah and i also wanted to add it didn't come yet but i ordered an olive and june manicure kit i'm literally so excited it was a little bit like expensive slash overpriced but i just decided to do it because our manicure selection has just gone down like all our files are used and stuff like that so i decided to get this kit that has literally everything you could possibly need for a manicure and it hasn't come yet but when it does i will definitely let you guys know what i think of it and i also just need to say that right before we started recording this podcast i was like you know what let me just paint my toenails like it's summer it's warm i want my toenails done and it was instant regret because the second I started, I was just like, this is not going well. It was such a mess. My neck was killing me. I was sweating. Well, I did mine the other day and they turned out pretty good. I was really impressed with myself. I know, but I just instantly regretted it. I mean, I finished, but they just look so messy. Like I'm looking at them right now and I really regret it. So I think that will be the first and last time that I try doing my pedicure at home. Okay, now we're getting into the main portion of this week's episode. If you haven't read the title already, we decided to call this week's episode Self-Confidence Looks Good on You because we just really wanted to have an open and honest conversation about self-confidence, caring what other people think, staying true to yourself, and really self-confidence looks amazing on everybody. And we just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about how we feel the best in our own skin, our biggest tips for staying confident, But it's just a little bit of a disclaimer that we don't have this all figured out. Like, we're not trying to... Not at all. all. We're not trying to have this conversation like, we have it all figured out. We're so confident in ourselves and here's how you can be too. Like, that's not the goal. We definitely struggle with it like everybody else. Right. I agree. This is just to have an open and honest discussion. Maybe share some of our tips but we don't know all the ways we're not perfect so right nobody's perfect this is just what helps us what works for us and just to kind of talk about it and bring awareness and yeah so we kind of divided it into three different sections we're first going to talk about how to stop caring what other people think then we're going to talk about comparison and just comparing yourself to others and then third we're just going to talk a little bit about like overall self-confidence so let's get into it First thing is, for starting the podcast, that was a great example of us really having to not care what other people think because it's kind of a bold move. Yeah, I was definitely worried also just because in high school, like, there are so many kids in my grade who I'm sure, like, think it's weird. It's just... I think a much harder social environment to do your own thing there are definitely going to be boys who are like what the heck this is so weird like even posting on my instagram i was nervous like who's going to judge me for doing this who's going to judge me for having like a lifestyle beauty podcast yeah honestly at this point we're very lucky a lot of the feedback has been so positive which we're so grateful for but we didn't know what it was going to be like before we started. So we had no idea what the feedback was going to be like. It could have been horrible. And we had to take that risk, you know. Also, there were certain people who I was so excited for them to listen to the podcast. And I was like, great. And then my friends would tell me like certain people who said they listened to the podcast. And my immediate reaction was like, oh my God, like, do they think I'm weird? Like, So embarrassing. Like, I mean, I knew that was going to happen before we started, though, and I ultimately just said to myself, this is something I want to do. This is a dream of mine, and am I really going to let 
a couple of boys in my grade dictate like whether or not I follow my dream and do something that could ultimately turn to something so great and so big and it's it was definitely hard just doing something that could we could so easily be judged for but at the end of the day we decided that like this is our passion this is our dream to do this and we're not going to let anybody get in the way of that yeah this is what we want to do and so far it's worked out great for us and we just had to go with it. Not caring what other people think is so much easier said than done because obviously you can say like, yeah, don't care what other people think, but it's not something that you can just decide you're going to stop caring. It just happens overnight. Like it's so much easier said than done. And my friends, my friends who really know me know that I really don't care what other people think. Yeah, I mean, like, we're both... I'm, I'm a pretty go-with-the-flow person and I don't really think twice about things that often which I'm really lucky for but I'm always constantly like telling my friends like you gotta stop caring what other people think more often like you gotta chill out and on a scale of one to a thousand a thousand being Dina literally doesn't care what anyone thinks she'll literally do anything I think she's like a 10,000 because (laughs) she literally I mean obviously I try and do what I want to do and not care what other people think but Dina is just like the next level of chill and not caring what other people think so I don't know maybe you have some good tips or maybe it's just like naturally one example well what I want to say is first one example of this which a lot of my friends like to reference is I put sparkles in my hair. I love sparkles and I was really into it. I mean, you all, Miriam, I also did, but like people literally made fun of me for it and I was felt like self conscious about it. And Dina literally couldn't care less. She was so excited. She, she's the one that dragged me along to get it. <laughs> and a lot of my friends were like, Of course you have sparkles in your hair. So that's the first thing. The second thing I wanted to say is that when we sat down to discuss this podcast episode, we were trying to discuss like, what does it mean, like, to stop caring what other people think, like, how do you do that, like, what are some good tips, and I was realizing how my thing is always, like, I don't really care what other people think, and, like, I try and tell that to my friends, and, like, try and help them with that as much as possible, but as I was starting to think more deeply into it, I realized that I don't really know how to say in words, like, how you would do that, it's really hard when it comes down to it. It's I mean, we, true. we tried our best to think of some tips here, but it's harder than you think. I don't know. It's true. But I think, like, understanding why you should stop caring what other people think, like, helps a lot in actually making it happen. Because you can say, I don't want to care what other people think. But w- once you truly understand, like, why it's so important to just be yourself, like, then the transformation will actually start happening. And I think that it really comes down to the fact that if you're living your life in constant fear of like, what are other people going to think of me when I do this? What are, what are other people going to say about me when I do this? Like, you're not living your own life. You're living somebody else's life. Because if all your decisions and all your actions are only being done because you're scared of what other people are going to think, then you're not living your own life. If you do things because you want to and because you're passionate about them, then that's your own decisions and your life. But when it comes down to it, you don't want to let others dictate the way you live your life. And if you want to make the best of every moment and every day, then you're going to do things because you want them to and you're not going to let anybody else get in the way of that. Exactly. I 100% agree. I also think once you find things you love, whether it's certain hobbies, certain pieces of clothing, certain attributes about yourself, once you really solidify those and say, this is what I love about this, about this, or about this, 
then it makes it that much easier because you're not going to constantly be thinking about well what does this other person think what does this other person think you're gonna you're gonna be so focused like i love this thing so much that it doesn't matter Right, and it also comes down to who you surround yourself with because if you're surrounding yourself with people who you're constantly, like, worrying, like, oh, are they going to judge me for this? Are they going to judge me for that? Like, those people aren't your people, and I know everyone says, like, cut toxic people out of your life, but if you're around someone, even if in the best moment they make you feel so amazing, if at any moment they make you feel so down, like, that's just a toxic relationship, and I kind of think of it as a roller coaster because even if someone can make you feel so amazing when you're impressing them, if you're constantly worried about impressing them and thinking like what can I do oh no are they going to judge me and if they disapprove it makes you feel worse about yourself like that's what I like to define as a toxic roller coaster of emotions slash relationships so you just have to stop and think about who am I surrounding myself with and I think it could be so much easier to just be yourself and stay true to yourself when you're surrounding yourself with the right people Yes, definitely. Also, my best friends are going to roll their eyes when they hear this. And I don't know how much this has to do with what we're talking about. But first off, communication is like number one in relationships. And you have to be able to talk about how you're feeling with your friends or your significant others, whatever it is. But I've always been really really passionate about you have to tell the other person how you're feeling and if they did something that made you upset you have to say it to their face or else you don't have a relationship like and that that kind of goes with this because you can't be so scared to be like oh like I don't want them to feel this certain way or think this certain thing. You just have to tell them because that's what's good for your relationship. Right. It's not even about like, oh, is this person going to judge me for doing this? Like, what about feeling something? Like, your feelings are so valid. And if you're in a relationship, this is not like a romantic relationship. Just it could be like friendship or family or literally anything like that. But if you feel yourself like being scared to share your feelings and your emotions that's such a red flag that you need to be surrounding yourself with other people then they're not a true friend if you don't think you could tell them the truth yeah definitely so true and also just like a tip for worrying about what other people might think of you I just think it's so easy to get so caught up in yourself and like if I wear this if I do this is someone gonna judge me but the truth is like no one's paying attention to you and I know that seems like so annoying to say but everyone's focused on themselves and like if you say something or do something that's embarrassing everyone's gonna forget about it two seconds later and like if you just do you and not care what other people think first of all people will admire you for it because people are always just blown away by those people who like don't care and do whatever they want but also nobody's really judging or paying attention because everyone's just focused on themselves and I think that's something to always just think about when you want to do something and you're a little bit scared like nobody cares nobody's paying attention you just got to do you right it's like literally the hardest thing like everyone says oh just pretend this but it's actually really hard so whatever you try your best but something else I wanted to say is that a tip that I have for this is to be mindful and every time you find yourself thinking like oh well what is this person gonna think stop yourself and say why am I thinking about that like this is what I want to do why should I care and just being mindful about when your brain goes to that area will help you cut the habit yeah and I think like just the bottom line um 
I think just the bottom line of like not caring what other people think is to just take a step back like every time you're worried about doing something or acting a certain way or posting something it's like you need to take a step back and look at the bigger picture and looking at the bigger picture is just so eye-opening because in the moment you might be scared to launch a podcast or do whatever you want to do even in a social situation you might be scared to speak up about something or say something but if you step back and look at the bigger picture the end goal like the end result is going to be so much better than if you were to just step down and not do something because you're worried about other people are thinking of you like we might not have started the podcast if we were worried about what other people were thinking about us but looking at the bigger picture it's so much more worth it to do something we love and we've always dreamed of doing than to just not do it because we're scared oh some random boy who follows us on instagram is going to judge us for two seconds like the bigger picture just makes you see why it's so much more important to do what you want and you really just can't let other people get in the way of your dreams and your goals and being who you really want you just gotta stay true to yourself also if you follow us on instagram at bashed podcast please go follow you would have seen that we posted a bunch of polls relating to today's podcast and i just wanted to share this one that relates to what we're talking about now we posted i worry what others will think of me before speaking in social situations and 70 percent of you wrote yes so that just goes to show you there's a lot of room for improvement and it's really sad and that people feel the need to, you know, tamp down their personality and like hide their personality and their true selves because they're scared what other people are going to think. And you really just can't let anybody else get in the way of you being your true self. Okay, so the next topic is comparing yourself to others. This is a huge one because I feel like all I do all day, every day is just struggle with comparing myself to others also just to start off with one of our polls that kind of sets the tone for this whole topic we're about to talk about so we put social media makes me compare myself to others and feel self-conscious about myself 93 percent of you wrote yes and wow like literally 93 percent said yes and we just have to talk about growing up in this age we are literally scrolling through instagram tiktok snapchat we're literally getting other people's lives shoved in our faces 24 7 and if the comparison from social media wasn't bad enough i think it's just so much more exacerbated is that the right word (laughs) in quarantine okay maybe you used to scroll through instagram for an hour or two a day and that might have made you feel self-conscious about yourself but now you're scrolling through instagram eight hours a day and the amount the amount more that you're comparing yourself to others is just huge because of quarantine yeah i mean it's crazy my screen time has gone way up and it's not like i'm doing other things right now like i'm not so busy with a million other things that could make me feel happier make me feel good about myself like i'm on instagram a lot of my time and when i'm looking constantly looking at what everyone else is doing it's definitely hard Yeah, and also TikTok, like Instagram is a huge one, but TikTok's also a huge one because you just see all these girls like wearing these outfits, doing these dances, and like it just be so easy (laughs) to compare yourself and say, why don't I look like that? Why don't I have this clothing? And it's just so hard. And this is just one of those things where it's like, I can't tell you how to stop comparing yourself to others because I struggle with it. I mean, I don't know, Dina, maybe you want to speak more about it, but like, 
I just truthfully struggle with it so much and when you're constantly getting other people's lives shoved in your face it could be so difficult okay so one of my friends posted this on her story and private story it was perfect timing because it went so well with what we're talking about today and I just thought I would bring it up because what she said is so true She was basically saying about how Instagram is so fabricated and everyone just posts, like, obviously, like, the good part of their lives. The highlight reel. And how she said, like, she does it, too. Like, she's not saying, like, oh, Everyone's guilty of, like, only posting the pictures you look good in. Right. She's not saying, like, I'm not guilty of it. Like, everyone's guilty of it. That's just how things work right now. But she was still saying how, like, it makes her feel bad. And, like, um, she's sure it makes everyone else feel bad, too. And it's true. Like, everyone's guilty of posting only their highlights on their Instagrams and only the good things and making their life seem so good when that could really hurt someone who's scrolling through their Instagram feed and seeing all this. Right. And, like, you don't realize, but, like, you could be the person that someone else is scrolling through their Instagram and saying, like, wow, I wish I had her life. I wish I had her body. But at the same time, it's, like, then you're busy comparing yourself to other people so nobody's happy and it's just an endless cycle of comparing yourself to other people and especially on Instagram like what you see isn't real life I mean yes maybe people look like that but that's their best angle that's their best filter that's in the best lighting and it's like you really just can't compare yourself because you have to just remind yourself like this isn't real like okay this I wish I looked like that like you don't really know what that person looks like and after they ate a heavy meal like I'm sure they're not that tiny little (laughs) sick like you don't know and it's just you can't compare yourself like I like the quote like you can't compare your day one to someone else's like day 100 or whatever it is I mean I'm sure I butchered that but it's just like you can't compare your real life and what you actually look like and all the ups and downs to just someone else's Instagram profile which is so curated and edited and just their best angles and best filters also something else I wanted to say is I was on FaceTime with one of my good friends the other day And she said to me, she was like, Dina, you look like you're thriving in quarantine. Like, how? Like, I'm not doing well. Like, how are you doing it? And she was referring to all the things I was posting on my private story. And it looked like I was having such a good time. And I said to her, I said, honestly, I'm not doing great today. I haven't had a good week. Like, I know what you're seeing on your custom. Like, on my custom, on my private story looks great. But the truth is, like, I don't. I don't like posting when I'm upset or crying or when I'm not happy on my private story. Like, that's just not me. Like, I really only post the good things. And, like, I'm sorry that it makes... I realize I'm like, it makes people feel badly. Like, why am I having a bad day but Dina's having such a good day? Like, what's wrong with me? And that really, really spoke to me. And lately, I've been really trying to post when I'm not having a good day on my custom and really posting how I'm feeling and how I'm doing and really the honest truth and people have really had a good reaction to that and have really appreciated that I've been doing that because it it makes them feel not alone. So that's just a tip and it's something that I've been doing that really has been good for me. Yeah, and especially in quarantine, it's like if all you're doing all day is on your phone comparing yourself, it could be so hard to see all these other people thriving and looking like they're working out every day and doing all this stuff and it's like I'm not doing that in quarantine. So I just have to give a shout out Lauren Elizabeth did like a truth challenge on Instagram where she just kind of encouraged people to be more real it's like obviously you're gonna post when you're working out in quarantine you're not gonna post when you're sitting on the couch like a lazy potato and she just kind of encouraged people to open
open up more about how they're truthfully doing and just scrolling tapping through her story seeing all the people talking about how they feel it's like oh okay like I'm literally not alone and like I don't need to look at these influencers and be like their lives are so perfect like they're literally struggling with the same things that I am and it was just so helpful to see that I loved it I spent like an hour looking at everyone's truth challenges if you couldn't tell, we're obsessed with Lauren Elizabeth. I don't think we've gone an episode without talking about her. But we're she's- we're bringing her on the pod, guys. Mark my words. Like, I'm going to make it happen. She's amazing. We love her. And I really appreciated the truth challenge that she did. Yeah. And one other thing, we talked about comparing yourself to others in terms of, like, body image or, like, accomplishing things. But also just in terms of success, like, I personally find it really hard because I'm a competitive person. Like, Dina's not like this at all. And, like, she really probably cannot resonate with this at all. But for me, if I see someone else thriving, someone else accomplishing so much, someone else being successful, like, I can't help but feel bad about myself because it's, like, why am I not doing that also? And, like, why did this person get two points higher than me? And, like, I didn't. And I know that it's bad. And, like, I hate that about myself. But it's just something that... I struggle with and so something that's really helped me with not comparing like my success to somebody else's success is to just remember that like someone else's success doesn't make you a failure like there's room for more than one person in this world in your life to succeed and just because someone else is doing amazing things doesn't mean that you can't also be doing amazing things you know what I mean right this I can't totally relate to as Miriam said because I'm like the opposite of a competitive person But I always, like, told my friends who are really competitive and, like, struggling in school and stuff, like, if I got a 100 and Miriam also got a 100, why why does it matter that she also did? I got a 100. I should be happy with myself. Why am I... It's not a race. Like, why am I comparing myself to someone else? And there's just room for everyone to succeed. Like, you don't need to put others down in order to lift yourself up. Like, we can all just lift each other up. Right. And the last thing we wanted to say is that gratitude is a number one here. In terms of comparing yourself to others, like, I think the only possible cure to this is gratitude. Gratitude just really, really helps you in this. when It puts everything in perspective. Right. When you're feeling so grateful about everything you have and just, like, really appreciating everything about yourself, it doesn't leave a lot of room for you to compare yourself. Yeah, exactly. I think you said it really great. Just that, like, if you're constantly focused on what you do have and grateful for everything you have in your life, then you're not going to be focused on why does this other person have what I don't. Like, in terms of body image, like, we could, I could literally do a whole episode on body image. I don't know if Dina's interested in that. I could do a solo episode if you want about it. It's literally a whole other episode, but, like, just as an example, you can look in the mirror and say, why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? But if you, instead of that, look in the mirror and say, I'm so grateful for the body that I have. Like, it works. I'm so grateful for my health. I'm so grateful for how strong I am and how good I take care of my body. Like, that doesn't leave room for you to ask yourself why you don't look like someone else. And I think that every time you catch yourself comparing yourself to others and asking why don't I have this why don't I look like that stop and think about what you do have and what you are grateful for and this in turn will just really help with comparing yourself to others yes exactly and to conclude we're gonna talk about now overall self-confidence and I'm just gonna start with a poll that we put out so it said I am very confident in my own skin and 55 of you guys said yes and 45 of you guys said no so it's on percent percent yeah percent sorry it was honestly very close 
Yeah, it's close because I think overall people feel confident in their own skin. Maybe only in certain situations they start to question themselves. I would hope that everyone's overall confident in their own skin, but everyone obviously has their struggles and nobody's perfect. That's like the main point of this episode, I think. Right. Everyone's different. Everyone has different struggles, but you're perfect the way you are. Don't feel bad about yourself if you're feeling like, oh my god, I'm not self-confident. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, don't put yourself down about it. Instead, think, what can I do to make this better? Yeah, and also, in terms of different people being different, I also find that, like, a lot of people are different in terms of what they're self-conscious of. Like, some people are the most secure and confident in their personality and the way they act and they think they're literally the funniest person ever but like they're more self-conscious about their physical appearance whereas some people are so confident about their physical appearance and does not pick apart their body at all but is more self-conscious about the way they act in social situations or their personality and start to question like why do people actually like me and like whatever it is whether it's physical or whether it's more emotional everyone's different and just know everyone has their insecurities and I know that doesn't help the situation but you really are just amazing the way you are and like if you're insecure about your personality it's like you deserve to be loved you deserve everything you deserve all your friends and like everyone finds their people and you're just like worth it and you're worth that love I don't know exactly self-love let's go okay wait but one thing that I actually wanted to say because that kind of like went off the topic a little bit is my biggest warning in terms of self-confidence I just have had to say this because it's literally so pertinent to the topic is putting your validation in other people now i huge thing yeah and i literally am so guilty of it especially with boys like putting your your validation in other people it could be with a friend if you feel like oh if, if my if this friend likes I've, me then i'll feel good about myself i forgot who boys are if i'm being honest right now so <laughs> at least you have that <laughs> um no but just in terms of boys like it could be so easy if a boy starts to show interest to just put yourself worth in that and be like oh like i feel so much better about myself and i've heard girls say to me like oh i'm confident in myself but like i'll be more confident if a boy likes me and the confidence you get when a boy shows interest in you like that's not true self-confidence that's just inflated confidence because you're putting your validation in that other person and this is literally the most dangerous thing i'm talking from experience it will literally destroy your self-esteem and you might feel like the most confident amazing like you person in the world you might feel like a million bucks and so high in terms of self-confidence when you're putting your validation in that person and it feels amazing in the moment but then it's so temporary but it obviously feels terrible the moment it all just comes crashing down and I always just say this about self-confidence but it really just comes from within if it if it's if you feel that it's coming from anybody else that's not self-confidence it's not real it's not real if it's coming from the outside it has to come from yourself and it doesn't matter what you look like, what clothes you have, what you do, where you live. Like, it has nothing to do with that. It truly just has to do with yourself. And that confidence has to come from within you. If, it, if it's coming from everyone else, it's not going to last. Also, this doesn't directly relate to this. But can I just say that I've just had certain situations where, like, I'm not feeling good about myself when I'm, like, talking to this guy or something. And, like, I just don't feel good in it. And, like... I don't even know how to explain it, but 
no, I get what you're saying. Like, if a boy makes you feel bad about yourself, like, you need to run the other way, sis. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and, no, we're speaking like we, we're ne- we've we learned from our mistakes. We're never going to do it again. Like, I'm sure we'll do it again because we're all human and we all make mistakes. But it's just, like, if you're constantly chasing after validation for a boy and they're making you feel bad about yourself and you're worried, you're literally worried about every move. Oh, is this guy going to judge me? Is he going to say something that's going to make me feel feel bad about myself? Like, it's just literally the most dangerous thing when you're in a relationship like that and you're constantly seeking validation from other people. Also, like, can I just say that if he's not 100% into you, then run the other way, sis, and he's not worth it. Someone either loves you for you and for your whole self or they don't love you. And do you, I don't know if you agree with that, but, like, meaning, like, nobody's perfect and if someone's going to make you feel bad about your flaws, then, like, they're not the right person for you this is really in terms of friendship also but it's just like your friends need to accept your whole self and like the good and the bad and like love you for it and embrace it and if anyone ever makes you feel bad about being yourself or you doing you then they're just not for you right I agree and then to talk about something a little bit different something I wanted to add is that you in order for you to feel comfortable and confident you need to wear something that you feel comfortable in and that you feel good in and that you feel amazing and strong in so don't go out wearing something that you don't feel good in because honestly it'll just ruin the whole night and I talk from experience I have always such a better time when I'm wearing something that I'm comfortable and confident in and it's just so obvious to me like what I feel good in and what I don't. So I've just been really trying to only wear the good things. And even today, like I woke up and I put on a shirt and then I was like wearing it for a little while. And then I just was like, I don't really feel good in this, even though I'm literally just sitting in my house today, like not doing anything. And I changed and now I'm so much more comfortable because I like the shirt I'm wearing so much better. Yeah. And also just like look good, feel good. Like if you're going out especially like hanging out with friends or whatever which obviously we don't do these days like a killer outfit that you literally love like it's just funny what an outfit can do to you because you can I've like put on an outfit that I literally am obsessed with and I am the most self-confident person in the world like nobody can stop me nobody can get in my way like I'm just literally the biggest boss ever because I think I look so cool and I love my outfit and if I'm wearing something that I'm not comfortable in or my outfit like isn't isn't making me feel good like that reflects in the self-confidence too so look good feel good is definitely a good like tip yeah and then the last thing I want to say is that self-confidence is literally the most important thing I can't stress it enough that like the first thing someone will notice about you when they meet you is your confidence and it really radiates off of you like crazy and let's say you have a job interview and like you feel really self-confident and you're really acting like that then the person will automatically notice and like feel good about and, you yeah and people will be drawn to you if you're self-confident like everyone is attracted to those people that are just exuding self-confidence and you walk into a room so sure of yourself so confident everybody can tell especially boys I think and everyone will notice when you're so self-confident about yourself and like the title of this episode self-confidence looks good on you and it really looks good on everyone and it's just so important Self-confidence is beautiful. Love yourself. 
we love you guys thank you guys for listening i this was like i think my favorite episode so far just because we touched on so many amazing topics if you want us to do more episodes like this please let us know don't forget to follow the instagram at bash podcast on instagram and we'll see you guys next time yeah thanks for joining bye